Let's see that again. I, I have my water bottle with my Zlatan throwing Latif sticker on it just for Elac because I thought he was going to be on tonight. I wanted to, you know, torture you know, John. You know, who, you know who would love that? Equal parts hate it, but love it. <laughs> I was going to send him to Salar. I was going to send him one. You should. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Top of the table for Tuesday, July the 20th. Brian Bentley, Mark Villa, Hunk Alexander. Joining us on video. Alexander. Mark is in the uh, Every Breath You Take police video. I'm not driving today. Sorry. <laughs> Glorious sunlight. How's that? Ooh, look at that. It's balls. amazing you haven't like hold turned on into like smoke or anything, you know? Oh, hold on, I gotta change this to there gallery you know. view. Very nice. So we can Bad. see that. Oh, look, you got your nails done. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Again. Again. How you doing, gentlemen? Fantastic, man. Good. Happy to be home. Yeah. Mark was working on the um top secret project. The Virgin, the Virgin Galactic launch. We launched versions into space galactically. And ironically, the other guy launched a giant penis today. Yes, yeah, he did. Awesome. Yes, he did. The very, and, and very. And they just went to the edge of the nobody, atmosphere. My son just, was telling me did, they didn't go to space. They, they just, just went to the edge of the atmosphere. I'm like, yeah, it was just the tip. And he had no idea. He just said, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My so wife was cool, like, man. Said, by the way, like this. that is the biggest prank anybody's ever pulled on a top notch executive. So, oh, yeah, we're going to put you into space. We get to ride this. Yeah. But then the parachute's going to come out of the uh, end, and it's a white parachute. <laughs> it's just going to flutter in the wind like this. What a fucking joke. And we're going to put lasers on the sharks. That's right. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, Chris Ballard is not joining us tonight because he's playing soccer. His weekly, his weekly one of us game does. has moved to Tuesday at, yeah. at this time. So that's on. That's, I, I need mean, some balls to kick. Um. Every week we start off our show with a segment we call Ladies First. Hank, what you know? Well, I mean, we had a we have a great new star in Ebony Salmon. She's awesome. We love her. Uh, Jim Bonner also joined the team, and we have waiting for Nadia Nadine to come back to the league. Um, but uh, yeah, I did all right against Orlando. One one one. Not bad. Traded gold thing. Was it Sydney LaRue who scored for Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, sit, sit, sit down. Was it Orlando Pride? Sorry. Most of their team away, you know, all their good, good players are away with the team, with the U.S. women's team. So I was glad we got the draw. Um, hoping for more. Uh, but, you know, we haven't played since. So it was like a week and a half ago. It feels like I'm not sure when. But Coming back next week against Washington Spirit, who've been playing well. So we'll see. We Trinity uh, Rodman, Brian oh, Bentley, Trinity Rodman. She's a badass. She is a total badass. She is such a badass. She is amazing. And that could have been your team, Brian. Just saying. But it's not. It's um. Who did we make take Washington? Uh, I have to go back and look. Somebody, somebody, Texas guys. Somebody came on. Tyler, uh, I texted Tyler right before to see if you want to come on. He said he was at the gym and he sends a picture and he was wearing his OL Rain t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> nice. There you go. But you know, we need to you know who we need to check in with. It's our friend Christina Mario, uh, who Chicago yeah, Red fun. Stars now are second in the table with 17 points. Yeah. 
Where did that come from? And who's first? We're getting to that. Thorns. Hold on a second. But you know what? Portland Thorns top of the table with 19 points. Do you realize the, the gap between first and seventh is only four points? Yeah. Yep. I mean, Louisville's eight with 11 points, but I mean, it's still. Mark, oh, yeah. What you got for the Thorns? I uh, watched the game the other night and I. Uh... I uh, had to send my friend who works for them an email and ask if Kelly Hoobly was really as tall as she looks on TV. Cause man, she just looks imposing in defense. Yeah. And I just, I can't imagine, you know, being a smaller player coming up against her. It was like, I, I used to, uh, we had a years ago, there was a game at the Rose bowl galaxy against Barcelona. And I think, I think AJ and Omar were both rookies. It was their rookie season. I went to and that game. Terry Henry was driving on AJ just, and AJ just played it perfectly, but I kept thinking, man, how how terrifying must that be to be a rookie and have you know someone have like Terry on that charging yeah. at you? Yeah, yeah. And I just I, I now I look at it in reverse, think, man, Kelly Hubley is imposing. She's got game. She gets the angle. She knows how to play. She's she anticipates. And it must be daunting as hell to come up against her just physically, let alone her ability within the game. Because at that point, it just blew me away. Starts going well. I'm going to want to take off on the outside, go around. No, I'm going to. I'm going to cut in. Well, no, I'm going to try to pass and have a quick, you know, ticky tacky down the. It changes. She's got a, and she's got a stride that's just. I mean, uh, she has a stride, and she can catch you quickly, which to me is just an amazing thing. So I I love watching. I love watching the women play. I love watching the thorns play. you know, we're in first place uh, without Lindsey Horan. She's away at the Olympics. Uh, I, I actually, I, you know, watching that game against Orlando, how did Ashlyn Harris not make the Olympic squad? The, to me, that's that's just um, yeah. Unless it unless it was a unless she declined the invitation, being a new mom. Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. They would have taken the baby with them. I know. I just. I think she's, you know, the the there's a French. French has been playing lights out. Yeah, she's just and been so, amazing. You so, look at the goalkeepers in NWSL, and they're all really freaking good. Okay, now you, I you know, super talented. So, Hank, Brian, I don't. I've asked this before. I've noticed this. I asked my wife. She played up in New College. I've noticed in the women's game, both collegiately and professionally, the goalkeepers tend to take the full drop kick off the turf why do we is there some kind of physical advantage to playing the ball that way that they get out of it do you play in route one soccer it's just what when you know when the keeper catches the ball and punts it back out they literally it's a drop kick off the turf it bounces off the turf before they kick it i i don't understand oh, like the volley. If yeah. yeah i don't understand if there's some kind of physical boost they get out of that as far as distance it's trajectory mainly right it's to keep the ball lower in the ground and you know i i played goalkeeper too i always did the, i you know just did the straight punt right um mainly because i didn't have the coordination to do the drop kick but the timing i always got it wrong right you know and so <laughs> it, 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 like so kicking it right to the other other team it would put it right back in my face but is it trajectory um, then or is it i mean i think it, it's trajectory okay mainly. honestly i don't know that's a good question but ask Ask Kayla. I, I'm going to have to ask, ask Kayla. Kayla to ask, I'll ask Kayla to ask her keepers to answer that question for me. 
Yeah. And if she and if she can do it, like record it, that would be cool. We'll I'll try ask her in. to do that. We'll try. I will ask her for that. Uh, my uh, North Carolina Courage fell two one to the Houston Dash. Houston Dash now third in the table. Uh, North Carolina six in the table. Both teams tied at sixteen points. Again, that that really narrow narrow gap we're talking about. Uh, Gabby Seiler with an amazing free kick from the left side of the top of the box uh, was the game winner for Houston. Um, but, you know, let's look looking at the schedule coming out. Like I said, first place to, to seventh place is four points. So, this, I mean, yeah, Kansas city's got three. I think they're. So you're okay. You're looking at the table right now, right? Yeah. Is it as jacked up as MLS where one team has already played 17 games and another team's only played 11? Uh, no, they're the only, the disparity is only nine and 11. Oh, okay. Fantastic. So Chicago, Chicago and Orlando have played 11. Gotham, Louisville have played nine. Everybody else has played 10. Oh, perfect. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's it's completely yeah, it's, acceptable. It's, yeah. It's fairly balanced. Yeah. Okay. Fairly balanced. Good to see. Uh, coming up this week, Casey and North Carolina playing on Friday, Orlando and the rain on Saturday, Houston and Portland on Saturday night. That's on Paramount plus that's going to be a really good game. That's going to be lights out. Yeah, that's going to be a very good match. Um, one quick note, Laura Harvey returns as coach of the OL Reign. You remember she uh, has history there. She was also the uh, head coach in um, Salt Lake before they moved to Kansas City. Oh, really? And now she is back there. Uh, the Reign, oops, let me make sure. Reign currently ninth in the table, 10 games played, a negative five goal differential and only 10 points. So. And especially with the star power they have on that team, something's got to be. I think she Thumbs might be up. able to get them back towards the middle of the table here pretty pretty quickly. Hey, speaking of the coaching changes, let's jump right into it. I'm going to ask a series of questions. Here's the way the show works. Uh, my my uh, my uh, panelists will will give a, an educated guess, a quick answer, a combination of both or not. Um, a, an or, an organic hashtag will pop up during the show. If you'd like to play along, you'll be able to use that hashtag. Uh, that's the way it works. Um, Got something organic popping up. I know. I bet you do. <laughs> and that reminds me of another note that I was going to discuss in ladies first, but I'm not going to do it. Did I send you guys the picture of my red rocket? Yes, you did. Okay. You, you discussed that before. Okay. I don't know if we discussed it on the show, but we did discuss Mark it. worked okay. the Virgin Galactic and they gave him a temporary tattoo which was red and a rocket before you start tweeting us Cartman. Well, is. We had, we, we had some kids from ASU who did a uh, experience with the design team a while back. So we brought them out for the gig to show them some real right. life experience. And uh, they were tasked. A couple of those kids were tasked with face painting uh, for the kids of the future astronauts. And they had to practice to get it right. Cause they were really, uh, difficult stencils so they i had red rockets all over my arm by the end of the night because they had to save the blue paint for the next day because the virgin colors are blue so yeah i had red rockets all over me yeah it's like having sausage in my pockets at the pound it was just everywhere i bet so they were putting red rockets on little kids speaking of coaching changes the kids got blue rockets on their faces. Okay, let's move on. I just got Maybe red rockets not, on my arms. We've already we've already had three hashtags happen. I 
none of them would be good for the show. <laughs> Speaking of coaching changes, Gabriel Hines is out in Atlanta after 17 games. Everybody, let's feign surprise. Who's to blame? How do you fix it, Hank? Um, I think Hines is to blame. I think, and they took the steps to fix it. I just, you got to get somebody in there who can uh, be a better ma- uh, star manager and team manager because that team's got talent and they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. I think uh, it was a mistake to put them there in the first place. So, uh, Mark? I, I think this goes back to the American mentality and why we ended up with Greg Berhalter. Um, I, I, I think that's why we ended up with Jurgen Klinsmann. True. I, 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 I we're, we're going after, I, I think I, American teams tend to go after names. The galaxy did it with, uh, Steven oh. Gerrard. Oh, fuck that guy. No, the, um, the, uh, um, the guy from, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dutch um, guy. The yeah. Dutch guy. Good, good, uh, yeah. Rude Rude Hullet. They try to go after these foreign names thinking that just because they're European, they're going to be good coaches. And there's no evidence to back that up. Uh, I think Atlanta and, and Hank, you know about this as well as I do, having a club with a very bad front office structure who just doesn't fucking get it. You know, the Galaxy have been mired in mierda for way too long now in the front office and it, it, it's it's the coach's fault for what the team has done it's a front office fault for allowing that coach to last this long for bringing him in for not doing a better job at managing that manager i mean when the manager is foregoing cba mandated days off denying the players water and training you know these things are all just out of bounds and, and yeah, beyond reproach. I was thinking that, Mark. I was thinking along the same lines. It's just like, you know, because they had a really successful tenure with, you know, Tata Martinez, right? Martino. Martino. Martino? Martinez. Yes. Tata Martinez. Kyle's cousin. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, and I think they just got really, really lucky there, right? They just got really lucky with that coach. Um, and that appointment, uh, and he because he was able to do it all. He was the face of that franchise before Joseph Martinez was. So, but you know, you still have the same front office there. You still have Carlos Bocanegra and um, those and the other guys. They're all still there. Darren Eels. But you you wonder um, if they were just kind of pushed into getting these big name players by Arthur Blank, who's kind of the opposite of Bob Kraft. Right. Arthur Blank's going big. He's going all the way. He wants big names. He wants big, you know, stars, credible sort and all this other stuff where, you know, he's got to make a splash. Whereas Bob Kraft was going for the bargain basement, you know, oh, we'll just promote Jay Heaps to coach. Yeah. He's been our you know, color commentator for the last three years. That's a good, good idea. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, I saw Brad Guzan but, on TV once. Is there a Blossoms? Brad Friedel. Sorry. Brad is Friedel. there a Blossoms in Atlanta? I think there probably is. But you know, like, so but you may make make a good point, Hank. Did 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 the front office just get lucky with Tata? Was that just they did? Was that just magic in a bottle that just happened? They, they went no for fault a of their own. DeBoer, right? And that right. didn't go anywhere. I mean, he said they he'd didn't come back. do badly. They didn't do badly. DeBoer said he'd they, come back. Yeah. DeBoer and Joseph got along, right? Yeah. 
And why is Joseph not playing? Because he wouldn't put up with Heinz's bullshit. I, I I'm assuming. I think you know? I think Heinz just was in a power struggle there. He was like, "I'm the top dog, not you," and right. he wanted to prove a point. Yeah, it seems eerily familiar with the Chris Armas Josie Altador situation. It in does. Toronto. It does. But I think you know, I'm not sure if Armas really deserved all that. But hi, baby. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. Hi, baby. I'm doing a podcast right now. Let me call you back. Yeah, I'll be on. I'll be there. I'll be there. Six o'clock. Okay. I'll be there. Love you, babe. Bye bye. And his wife sitting next to him, going, "Who was that?" <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, I like the nice case you have on your burner phone there. You like that burner? Yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, it. But I mean, you have to wonder what the hell is wrong. And at some point here, there's got to be a turnover. Like we were just talking about turnover within the women's national team, the keepers, French coming in for Lisa Harris. At some point, there's going to be a turnover in this country of viable coaches and managers that we can hire from this masturbatory, incestuous pool of, of coaches that keep getting hired yet keep failing. I, I, you know, there's got to be some turnover at some point, and we've got to start looking elsewhere. Um, I, was, I would just like to point out that the coaches did not hire themselves. I, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just saying the clubs have to start looking elsewhere and looking with a keen eye at what that manager can do. Not just say, Oh, well, look, we're going to, you know, we had Siggy 15 years ago. We're going to hire Siggy again. Oh, well, you know, Bruce I, Arena, like Kurt Onoffel. So we're going to hire Kurt Onoffel. Can I make a comparison that Carlos Bocanegra is, uh, basically Chris Klein of East. Yes. I said what I said. Uh, question number two, now that uh, Josie is back, he scored a goal this week. How soon before Joseph Martinez is back? Mark? I think he's back this weekend. Hank? Agreed. There's no reason to keep him out. Is there? I mean, I don't no. think he's injured. He was under COVID. There was some COVID thing earlier, but I think he's been training off to the side. That was a coach's decision, but you know, available for full training. I think, yeah, so, I think, I think he came back from South America, or they were, or he had, he was ruled positive when he came back from South America. I think. Yeah. Don't uh, hold me up. Yeah, there was something there about the co- about the co- corona, um, but it was. Uh, I think he's fine now. It was. I think he. I think he maybe doesn't start. Maybe he does, but maybe uh, maybe they bring him in off the bench and he scores a wonder goal and, you know, they have a big celebration. Well, they did not look very good against your revolution last weekend. That they was, actually looked surprisingly better than the revolution did for most of that match. Um, it, thought, was just, it was just a slow-playing match. It, what, th- yeah. There wasn't a lot of fluidity to it. I was not pleased with the performance, but, you know um, – we, they did obviously they did enough to get the win with but then it was just like holding on it was like watching the u.s play against um canada where they you know basically had to play uh they were playing you know eight men behind the ball for 89 minutes yeah you know, it's insane but so talking about uh talking now, about real, real quick despite yeah, my, yeah. despite my little rant there about yeah. the same incestuous pool of coaches that gets that keeps getting hired at the same time, I would not mind seeing someone like Dom Kinnear. Literally, was just about to say that. Show up in Atlanta and at least consult 
on who takes the reins, if not taking the reins himself to see the season out. Dom Kinnear is, I've given him a ration of shit over the years when he's coached for other teams, but he is one hell of a nice guy. He is really smart. He gets the game. I, you know, I would love to see him have a chance with a team that has a fighting chance. The last two teams he took over were the Galaxy, who are both, you know, dog shit on ice. So uh, I'd be happy for him to get a hold of a team that has something that could move forward. Like Toronto. He could, have, he could end up there too. Yeah. Right, so I want to see Rob Valentino get get a long a trial as a, as the interim head coach for Atlanta, and we'll see what happens if he, they start winning underneath Rob Valentino. It's the Mike Lapper bounce effect, and, and maybe he gets a uh, gets to hold on to that job for the rest of the season while they figure out what happens. But Rob Valentino, former New England Revolution player. But do we not think that somewhere in the front office, someone has to be held accountable for yes. allowing yes. Heinze to come yes. to this point? And I yes. think I think it has to be Bocanegra. Okay. That's just my opinion. And what the president. I, of but the what team. I know. Hot takes brought to you by Aviation Gin. When you need attention, just throw out a random name. Aviation Gin. Um, <laughs> speaking of Atlanta, they are one of three teams that have sold, that have over $40 million in player sales. With five players, That's uh, there was a new team that joined that echelon this week, as FC Dallas sold Tanner Tessman, Tanner Tessman. to Venezia for four million dollars. They have sold eleven players for a total of forty-three million dollars. They've invested over how long? Eighteen million dollars back into the club. Into statues. Um. Sticking there with Venezia, here's my Did question. Did the rest there. go to the safe standing section or to the Hall of Fame? No bike racks. Okay. Um, Gio Buzio was sold to Venezia for $11 million. They overpaid. There's suckers stamped on their forehead. Easily achievable incentives included. Which is the better deal considering that Buzio has played very poorly lately and was, and at one stat, not the it would be two US games ago, had 25 turnovers. Yeah. And at one point, let me, I'm going to, I wrote this down. Let me make sure I get the name right. When they were playing Canada, he got blown away by Sam Piet, who has Sam Piet. Sam, Sam Piet, who looks like he's playing with a pillow stuffed underneath his jersey. I mean, that guy is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man out there. And he literally dribbled around Busio, and Busio went. Yeah, was it like the Matchbox yeah, Twenty show in Boston that I was talking about? Probably. No, yeah, no, he much. stayed on his feet. Okay, yeah. okay, but yeah, Ali, Ali sent me a text and was like, "Sam Piet just ran by him." Like, yeah, yeah. He wasn't um, he wasn't good in that tournament. And he's which, still play, which, obviously he's still playing, right? Which deal works with the team out, or is he going to two deals works out better for the very unforgiving Italian fans of the recently promoted recently promoted Venezia. Mark. Well, I think they'll probably oh going. No, Mark, go ahead. You're fine, Hank. No, go ahead, Hank. I wasn't paying attention. I was playing with my little Nobody no here. like nobody's listening to this. Go ahead, Hank. Venezia Venezia will probably get more uh, money out of the uh, they'll probably sell him on. Sell Buzio on, and I think Buzio's got a higher ceiling than Tessman. But um, right now, he's just not playing well. But I think he does have that potential. And he's got an uh, Italian passport. I think that's part of it as well. It's big. Well, Tessman must have some kind of thing there, right? So, well, Tanner Tessman, 
very quickly because Mark's got to go. Mark's got a hard out O-U-T. Um, T- Tanner Tessman, godson of Dabo Sweeney, Clemson head coach, who turned down a, a dual full scholarship, dual soccer and football to be the place kicker for the football team to come here and play soccer. Bet on himself and got sold on. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. And didn't he score for the team before it was even announced? Or is that the last guy? No. <laughs> Tanner Testament will be back. Jonathan Roberts uh, was transferred to an Austrian team, and he scored the day before FC Dallas announced the transfer. Gotcha, gotcha. So okay. if you look in the timeline, it's like he scored, and then the next tweet was, we've transferred so-and-so. So, Mark, where do you have to be at six? I've got a Zoom meeting for the kids for school where we talk about if we're all hybrid or we're all in or what the hell's going on in the Delta variant. And, you know, nice crap. Uh, let me find last question. Hey, look, Mark, there's your commercial. Is that my commercial? Yeah. Okay. Did you do that one, Mark? I think I did. Do you guys see this? They said, oh my God. The interpreter got thrown off. (laughs) The interpreter. (laughs) Almeida's interpreter gets red carded at Colorado. And then, but look at that. starts laughing. (laughs) For interpreting, or was he using, or I think he uh, was probably interpreting directly what he said to the uh, referee. That's funny. I laughed. Hey, speaking of funny things, uh, did you see Frank Klopas is back with a fire? I did not know this. Is he re- what doing what? He's the, he was the, he's an assistant coach, and when Raphael Wicky was away this past weekend, Klopas was managing the game. Could not believe Here's, it. This is our final question, so we can get Mark out of here. Uh, what do you think he said, or do you think he got hung out to drive by Almeida? Mark, you speak Spanish. Ah! That's terrible. Let's go back to uh, let's go back to Bull Durham. You called him a cocksucker. Yes, that was that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But I think he did it in uh, with a certain kind of flair. Cocksucker. Yes, he yeah. was an Italian. El cox- He's South American. El cacarocho. El cocksuckero. I think it is. <laughs> you know it's getting ready to happen, right? Yeah. Play along this week with El Cocksuckero. It's our hashtag. <laughs> hashtag El Cocksuckero. And I for, swear uh, to God, if I search, if I search nice. this tag. Nice. Did you buy it from AFCRichmondShop.com? Uh, it was a birthday present. Thank so, you yeah. guys for the birthday wishes. I've used them very well. I'm going to be nice. I'm gonna be really uh, mortified and upset whenever uh, I search the hashtag El Cocksuckero. And... Not what we want. Show related comes up. You know, what? Wait. top of the table TV. One of these weeks, we need to talk about our followers Uh-oh. around the world. Oh shit! What about Evan? Oh, fuck. You know, we we got to go. I was going to talk to him. I, I Sacramento's got a head coaching vacancy. We were going to talk to Evan Ream. Um, Mark, did you see the uh, hashtag? By the way, for Evan Ream's new um, new eat food Evan cooking? sack. Evan Ream eats sack. Yeah. <laughs> he, I love you, you Evan. I really me. do. I love you, Evan. 
Sorry. Again, we forgot. Sorry, Evan. Thanks. Thank I was going to discuss their coaching vacancy because we were talking all about it. We got to go. Mark's got to. And we still got to talk about the groundbreaking on Sacramento's new stadium. I I know that we got to get that done. Yeah. We'll figure it out. (sighs) Play along. Hashtag Elcock Suckero. Nothing but love for you, buddy. I don't know how I feel about that one. Uh, And you can also hashtag Evan Ream eats sack. Um, I kind of feel like. Should we just let's just go with Evan Reem eat sack? How about that? All right, Evan yeah, Reem eat sack. I'm down. Because he was talking about uh, he was Evan Reem was was taking pictures of food, and I had suggested that he uh, tour some of the local restaurants there in Sacramento and take pictures of their food. And Evan Reem eat sack. Sacramento is too long to spell out for a hashtag. So Evan Reem effective sack. hashtags. Yes. Yeah. Why not? That's way better than what we had uh anybody got anything they want to plug before we get out of here i'll plug top of the table tv <laughs> how about anything related to the show mark uh no sorry hi bye give your socials really quick hank let's go five on the twitter and also mark. on instagram mark at the mark via on the twitters uh i have an instagram i don't know what it is i'll have to look at you it don't, need to. Uh, don't go at- there yeah, at Top of the Table TV on uh, on Twitter, Top of the Table TV. You can watch this. You can see the uh, we played the clip of Gabriel Gabriel of Almeida's translators calling him an Elcock sucker. Uh, oh, oh also, tw- what? Yes. Oh no, go ahead. Finish. No, nobody gives a shit about what fat kid ballscapes on OnlyFans. That's it, guys. We'll see you next week.